Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Are we going to have a housing crash? That's one of the main questions on most people's mind, especially those who are either property investors or looking to become property investors. Let's look back at 2008, uh, when we had the likes of Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae, many others, by the way, who were packaging up toxic debt. Uh, and then you had ratings agencies like Moody's, Standards & Poor, uh, who were rating uh, those toxic debts as AAA bonds, uh, and they were being packaged and sold as the best things in sliced bread. Uh, and then of course, we saw what happened uh, subsequently, and then obviously Lehman Brothers was let, or left to fail, and there was a huge catastrophe globally, may I add. So the last housing market crash was in 2008 and as a result clearly of the global financial crisis uh, and it was horrific. Lenders were hit with shortage of funds due to the international credit crunch. I think before 2008 most people weren't aware of what the words credit crunch meant but at that time it was a big buzzword and has been used ever since uh, and because of the credit crunch uh, there was a reduction in the availability of mortgages and if you were around in those days you'll recall how tough it was the guardian reported that one in 10 houses uh, that were being were being listed for lower prices than initially valued and that by the end of the summer the number of homes that were selling had fallen by 50%. I mean, that is huge. It's massive. Uh, and at the time, uh, it was really, really bad. The average value of the UK prop uh, property prices fell by 20%. And it took around about six years uh, for values to reach pre-crash levels. So 2013-14, uh, around about that time uh, is when we started to see prices go back to where they were pre-2008. London surprisingly was the least affected by the crash because obviously there's a lot of demand both uh, in, in the city and then obviously from international uh, buyers uh, so that was the least affected. The New Statesman reported that in Manchester and Leeds new built flats were sold at auction for 30% less than they'd cost to buy. Now I know some personal stories uh, of, of people who had significant property developments, I mean very big, and the banks pulled the plugs. Banks in the UK pulled the plugs uh, on big, big developments. I'm talking like 50 million pound plus projects all in all in different areas, but owned by one company uh, and they pulled the plug. One person had the plug pulled on a debt owed to a UK bank, 300 grand owed, 
and the bank said sorry need this paid asap unprecedented i'd never seen that before needed paid asap ie today if not we're calling in the liquidators and they did exactly that had they given that person let's say a month he'd have sold a few properties even below cost and he'd have paid them off they weren't interested or at least that's that's what i was told uh, by the person uh, who was forced to go into liquidation now prior to the crash 100% mortgages were commonplace and interest only mortgages accounted for about uh, a third of all uh, mortgages in 2007 uh, and in those days we also had something called vendor paid deposit so you could go and buy a property and say the vendors paying a 10% deposit for example okay uh, and then you'd still pay market price but the 10% would be on top nobody actually paid the deposit so people were getting 100% mortgages they obviously some of them couldn't afford to repay uh, those mortgages and that, that was just adding to the burden uh, I don't think we're going to go back there in a rush but I'm sure something else will come up now according to the figures from the office for national statistics the house price to income ratio was 7.16 in England and Wales in 2007 and this had fallen to 6.35 by 2009 it really was a tough time now let's have a look at what happened in the late 80s early 90s around about 1988 uh, so prior to this uh, uh, in 1989 or thereabouts and up to 1993 there was a, a housing market crash that came alongside a recession that was really awful uh, I remember those days too so I'm showing my age uh, but that was really catastrophic yeah. now the Telegraph uh, argues that the crash was mainly caused by rising unemployment 10.7% by 1993 that is massive it's really big uh, and the recession also linked to issues uh, with joining ERM in 1990 uh, and attempting to remain within it until 1992 uh, in the late 80s interest rates were raised to 15 percent i mean that's massive you can see where we are right now uh, and some people right now are talking about negative interest rates uh, and back in the late, late 1980s 15 percent i mean 15 percent right now would cripple most businesses most property investors uh, but back then we were at 15 percent uh, and that obviously uh, made mortgage payments uh, very difficult to repay uh, and then you needed more income you weren't going to get more income therefore you couldn't repay your mortgage uh, as simple as that uh, interest rates did go down to 12% shortly after the UK's withdrawal from the ERM house prices fell by 36% at that time according to the Financial Times in 1991 there were 775,000 repossessions over a million people uh, were in negative equity at the time due to the crash now towards the end of the crash many of the restrictions on personal lending were lifted which is believed to have helped bring the crash to an end and it's argued that uh, this sped up the demutualization of well-known institutions so that's what happened in uh, the late 80s I've also covered what happened in 2008 and events leading to that right now we're not there but are we going to have a housing market crash that's what's on your mind I think so uh, once furlough ends uh, in October 
uh, and people are out of a job, unemployment is going to go up. There's only so much money that the government can print uh, and the more money they print, inflation goes up. That's not good for us either. Uh, and then they've got to increase uh, interest rates to balance all that up. That's not going to be good. Uh, so I think depending on if or not we find the vaccine in the after the first quarter in 2021 we are going to see house prices go down are they going to go down far enough to have a crash well last time we had one where the system corrected itself was 2008 so we'll be 12 or 13 years down the line uh, every 15 to 20 odd years in, in the cycle we have a self-correction uh, so we could be there. I think house prices are going to go, go down. So if you're looking to buy, it might be worth waiting till, until after March. And of course, in the UK, 31st of March is when the stamp duty, additional stamp duty relief that's been given for up to £500,000 is going to go. I think that's going to cause a, a further contraction in the market. And we are going to see prices going south. Keep watching, I'll keep sharing more with you uh, as the weeks, days and weeks go on. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.